Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Untitled Podcast with Ethan and Matthew. That's me. want to remind you guys so far that uh, we have the platform. <laughs> the podcast is available on seven platforms. We got Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Radio Public, and then there's a couple more in the works. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a five-star review. Five star, that's right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so we have a guest today as usual. His name is Peyton A. Neely. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> so I want right. you to tell people about a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you do for a living? Uh, where are you from? Things of that nature. Like, general first date information here. Well, I'm from Braxton, Mississippi. It's a little map dot. Map on the dot. <laughs> map uh, dot. Map on the dot. Right. <laughs> in Central Mississippi, okay. and uh, my job is no job. No job. I'm a student. Oh, okay. So civil there's a reason why you don't have a job. Civil engineering. Civil engineering. Okay. So yes, that's a pretty good major, I gotta say. Yeah, Mississippi I'm also, State. Fun fact about myself: I'm Ethan and Matthew's father. Okay, we need to explain this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so what a great uh, segue into our next topic. So. Uh, you may hear Matthew or myself refer to Peyton as dad. Probably not today probably on not the podcast. Gonna, you're yeah. probably not going to hear me refer to him as that. <laughs> yeah, probably probably not on the podcast today, but we frequently do. There's a reason for that. So, uh, Peyton, do you want to talk a little bit about family groups at the Baptist Student Union? I think I'll let you answer that question, Ethan. <laughs> answer your own question. <laughs> okay. Well, um, the Baptist Student Union on campus has this uh, this small group thing they call family groups it's kind of just like a small bible study group and uh at the beginning of the year everybody gets placed into what they call a family group and usually there's you know a senior mom and dad who just kind of leads the bible study keeps in contact with uh the group and so uh me and matthew are in peyton's family group. it's not as weird as it sounds i know it's, it kind of sounds odd uh, hearing that you're getting a mom and dad, but trust me, uh, they make great moms and dads. But I, I think I would have turned out quite alright if they had, in fact, raised me. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely agree with that. Um, so Peyton, you were in a family group last year. So uh, how was that? It was great. My father was Jordan, and my mother was Jordan. Oh, They're both a... named Jordan. Oh wow! That's I crazy. hope I can find a wife named Matthew. <laughs> okay. With like two T's spelled the same. Exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, there's, you know, it's a big ocean out there. You you can probably... Big ocean, not a lot of land, though. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> 70% water. That's right, 70% of us is water, too. You yeah, I, thought it was like, I thought it was like 90%. 90% of people are water? you got to be kidding me. No way. No I mean, way 90% of people would be water. They'd be like jello. Like, I mean, what... It, like, you ever seen, like, one of those, like... Uh, we might need to call in an expert. Expert. I am uh, making a call um, to uh, the, the expert. Oh, it turns out we were both wrong. It says up to 60% of the human adult That's body low. is water. Yeah. That's low. I mean, but I mean, still, still kind of high if you think about it. That means like 40% is everything else. You need to lay off the coats. Hit yeah. up the H2O. That's right. Because you know, if 60% of us was Coke, then that'd be very unhealthy. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not a scientist, so I don't. <laughs> I, I'm, I I probably shouldn't be speaking on this subject. Like fifty five percent coke, five percent water. That's that's what I'm going for. That's yeah, that's that's a that's deadly. Uh, some more fun things to note: the skin contains sixty four percent water. 
So wait a minute. So sixty percent of the total body is water, but sixty four percent of the skin is water. That's okay. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Just I just want to clarify. The lungs are eighty three percent water. Oh, okay. that, 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 that makes sense. That's that makes sense impossible. to me. Well, it's 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 a very. Have you ever like felt a lung? It's it's kind of squishy. Like you ever felt like one of those like water pad things that you like that like old ladies sleep on and stuff like are you, that. Are you feeling? It's, it's, that's lungs? what that's what a lung feels like. Or I'm assuming that's what it feels like. I've never. It, it that's what the texture of the lung looks like to me. So I <laughs> I can I can definitely say yeah, uh, that's a lot of water in that in those lungs. For not sure, in, yeah. not in them, but made of them. Okay, well uh, that's your uh, that's your fun fact for the day. Not really. We'll get to that later. Oh, <clears throat> all right. So we're gonna have a uh, a group question discussion here. Um, we we're gonna start this out, get us going. We're gonna ask the philosophical question. What is too early and what is too late? Oh, jeez. Now, we talked about this in our family group Sunday night, and I you wrote know, it down. You know, the great uh, theological discussions of when is too early and too late. Yeah, yeah, you know. The kind um, of things you want to talk about like in a religious setting. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Matthew, why don't, you, why don't you start us out with your answer? Okay. There, well, if you want to ask me when's too early, uh, that's a trick question because there's no such thing as too early. Uh, honestly, if I get there with uh like 20 minutes early i'm still uncomfortable because i feel like uh, i'm not gonna have time to prepare i'm not gonna have time to get comfortable to adjust and that just uh flips me out when i get there like 20 minutes early so like i like to get to the places 30 minutes early that's usually usually what i try to aim for because in the times that i've aimed for anything less i've cut it real close you want to have enough time to where if something goes wrong you can adjust to it. You need an emergency plan, and that includes uh, time. Like, if you don't think it's going to take you 30 minutes, like, if you don't think there's a good reason for you to be there 30 minutes early, trust me. It's a good reason for you to be 30 minutes early, uh, just in case uh, the crap hits the fan. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you, Matthew, on everything but class. Cla- I like you don't to walk think into so. class about five 10 minutes early. Oh, no, that's too close. No, I, I think that's good. Well, yeah, that's... Or I less. Sometimes I like to be late for class. Like, right on time. I'm always amazed when people come in, like, a minute early because I know it's not a big deal, but it's like, how are you doing that? It's like watching a magic trick. Like, I'm like the magician pulls the rabbit out of the hat. Somebody walks into class, like, a minute early is the same reaction. Like, how are you doing this? How are you comfortable? How are you okay? Well, you know? I mean, I'm not going to lie because... Somehow or another, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, except for today because I overslept and woke up at 9 o'clock, but on every other occasion, I'm going to say 90% of the time, I managed to walk into that class like three minutes before class starts. Mm. And like, it's kind of weird if you think about it. How do you make that happen? But it's almost like no matter what time you get parked in like whatever you know commuter lot you're in, like you're gonna make it to class at the same time no matter what. Maybe it's just because we're very uh, consistent. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do some fact checking on that. We do need some fact checking. Yeah, get the records. Yeah. Well, I mean the but records. As, as, Give me the facts. As far as like too late is concerned, oh, golly, it's all you know the saying. It's better late than never. I kind of disagree with that. <laughs> Because if you come in like too late, it's some people's gonna look at you like, well, "You're a bum. 
You're coming in late. Well, that's you for class, be though. I mean... Well, in anything, really, though. Because, I mean, like... Somebody walks into, like, a, a business meeting 10 minutes late, you're going to be like, oh, wow, you really care about your job. <laughs> kind of thing. Kind of sir. So, it's like... Call in sick. I'd say if you're coming in 10 minutes late... I, 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 that for me, that'd probably be like, okay, I need to just like send an email later on saying, okay. Okay, but yeah, you're like, you're talking about business meetings. Like, I'm talking about life. No, no, think about like, it. Like, if I was 10 minutes late for like a, for like, um, waking my kids up in the morning, I'd send them an email saying, hey, I, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> so, do y'all scan in in classes? Yes. Yes. Well, if under that, 15 minutes. Is too late. They're, they're too generous. That, <laughs> that is too generous. I think Tardy should be right at five time. minutes. Hey, five you'd, minutes, you'd, you're absent. You'd weed out some people if you did that. As you should. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I really believe in natural selection, but I mean, that you know could carry through. Hey, you know, Survival of the fittest, right? Survival of the fittest, and now the technology is taking us out with these scanners and things like that. Yeah. But we designed the technology. And we inflamed. This is a discussion for another time. We'll talk about this later. Well, if you want to say better late than never is never good. I'm not saying it's never good. Like five, if you're in that five minute window, no, but you're, then better late than never is good. But you're, if you're get beyond that five minute window, then it's like, oh wow, we got some problems here. You're thinking to, too. You're talk. thinking too narrow. You gotta think like, say if you work a job and you get a paycheck, but that paycheck comes in late. Would you rather have a paycheck late, or would you just rather not get paid? Well, that's talking about the paychecks being late. That's not talking about people being late. <laughs> that is true. But who gives? Who Great sends point, the paychecks? Well, paycheck is money. Who sends know? the paycheck? Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> with, with paychecks, it's like it's a matter of okay, I need this to survive. If you don't give me my paycheck, I'm not gonna be able to uh, pay my uh, my direct TV subscription every month. I'm not gonna be able to pay. Uh, to buy my 12 gallons of Coke uh, per month either if you don't give me my paycheck. I need these paychecks. <laughs> 9 ratio. You're only on I, I need these paychecks to survive. <laughs> you don't need people to survive. So that's why I'm saying the window is a lot narrower for people coming into different occasions like that. I need at least 31 gallons of Coke to survive a month. I mean, the more Coke you have, the better, uh, probably. Yeah. Well, not no. That's, that's completely day. wrong. Gallon per day. A gallon per day. You're probably gonna get sick. But you gotta drink four gallons of water with it. You can't drink like because like you can't drink a gallon of milk. So surely you can't drink a gallon of Coke. Because milk's a, gotta be healthier. Than I like Coke. about twelve ounces of soda per day. I used to drink a lot of Coke. I can't lie. I I, I could drink a lot of soda if, if if like no regard for my health. Absolutely, I'd drink. I'd be drinking five Dr. Peppers a day. Every meal. And snacks. Probably, yeah. That's what it would come out to. About like a Dr. Pepper every meal, every snack. You know, talking about Dr. Pepper, that reminds me. You know they used to market Dr. Pepper drinking it three times a day, which is pretty brilliant. It was yeah. basically like uh, like 10, 2, and 4 was when it was the times that they suggested for you drinking Dr. Pepper. It's like in between meals. Yes, in between meals, basically. And it's basically like, if you drink this, hey, you get a, you, you'll, it'll fill you up. It's a nice refreshing filling drink and it was, I would a, agree with it was that a brilliant story. idea because it worked people would buy three dr peppers a day so they could drink up at the 10 2 and 4 slot in fact uh you've seen those advertisement in fulton driving in yeah the, the that's literally what i was thinking about how it says like 
basically yeah. like drink Dr. Pepper and live better. Yeah, it has the clock and it has the hands on the 10, 2, and 4. And that's a, I always thought that's one of the more clever marketing tactics. So, what's your favorite uh, soap drink? It was Dr. Pepper. Um, you know, I'd probably still say Dr. Pepper. Good choice. Uh, second Coke. choice probably be like vanilla Coke. I'm going with Coke. Regular Coke. Coke. Regular Coke. Then probably Dr. Pepper. Okay. See, I, I like Coke, but it's a little of a like an intense it's flavor strong, yeah. for me. It's got a lot of bite. But, I mean, that's what a lot of people like. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely say Dr. Pepper is my favorite. Dr. Pepper is the best canned Ooh. Okay. soft drink. Now, Coke is the Coke best is bottle. Coke is the best fountain drink. Oh, soft drink. I'd yeah. say, like, bottle drinks, Coke is the best, hands yeah. down. hands down. Absolutely. I mean, you can't be even the look. It's just classic. Baby. But if you're getting into, like, a can or a fountain, Dr. Pepper beats it in that category. I have to disagree. I'm not. I'm not gonna skimp out on some some Doctor Pib too. So Mr. Pib, Mr. Pib, yeah, yeah, Mr. Sorry, get out of here with that Mr. Pib. So. Well, I mean, that's okay. what more of a Sam's Choice kind of guy. Okay. Sam's Choice, yeah. I mean, it's the same category. If you're if you're drinking Mr. Pib, get out. Okay? Mr. Pib, y'all ever had Shasta Twist? <laughs> no, I don't know. That Shout is. out to Shasta. Um, very. Uh, <laughs> Very popular off-brand there. Um, I'm a big fan. Uh, fun fact about water. What about water? Um, according to Healthline.com, uh, health authorities recommend that you drink eight eight-ounce glasses, which equals about half a gallon. That's what I've heard. That's it? Yeah. The summer I was drinking over a gallon a day. I was trying to keep the weight down. That's, that's yeah. not a bad idea. So this is probably, you know, for people who aren't being very active. If you're being more active and you're sweating more, you got to replace more water. So. That only lasted two days. I only drink over a gallon two days. Fun that's fact, fun. if you're doing like intermittent fasting, drink water instead of like your meals when you're starting out because that way you're tricking your body. You're tricking your brain into thinking that you are full. So that's a good if you're trying to go into the intermittent fasting, don't just jump into like nothing during that time period. Drink some water. And it'll, it'll help you out a lot. Trust me. If you have trouble with overeating before a meal, just drink a really hot bottle of water really fast. Absolutely. Ooh. And you won't want to eat. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. I, I don't have y'all heard this. Someone, I think someone told me that if you drink water, if you like skip breakfast and you drink water, you're going to start feeling more hungry. But like, I think that's a real thing because I've had times in the morning when I don't eat breakfast and I don't drink any water and I can make it till lunch. But if I start drinking water, it's like my stomach realizes that I didn't eat. I don't know what that is, if that's even scientific. Somebody I do, can- I don't uh, do breakfast, so. I, you know, I, I'd, I'd like to do breakfast, but I don't do it because I'm a lazy human being. So, well, which- I Yeah. So I, if I- if I could just get up whenever I wanted to and do whatever I wanted whenever I wanted to, I'd probably eat breakfast. But I don't do that. So instead, I do uh, like what you said. I drink water instead of uh, eating breakfast. And I think it's actually – I feel better doing that. But I think that's just because like I'm drinking water and not necessarily uh, the absence of breakfast. Healthy. If I was eating breakfast with the water, I feel like I'd be like a machine. Like a, like a well-oiled machine. Not a well-oiled machine, a well-watered machine. But, you know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, inter- what I'm cooking. it's interesting, though, because some people argue that breakfast gets your metabolism going it at the beginning does. of the day and helps you b- burn more calories throughout the day and gives you energy you need. But then other people argue that people who eat breakfast 
eat way more calories than those who skip breakfast. So we need to get a new, happen sometimes. We need to get a nutritionist on the air. But the thing about nutritionists I mean, is I that just, they all... I just pulled all that from Google. It probably sounded like I really knew what I was talking about. No, but... no Google knows what it's talking <laughs> no, about. No, you didn't. You didn't so. but, uh, okay, well, I can the thing, about, <laughs> the thing is when you're talking to nutritionists, they always say different things depending on who you're talking to. Like I could talk to a nutritionist that advocates one uh, method, uh, a nutritionist that advocates another. So really what I would just say is eat whatever you want and uh, remember that we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. That is true. <laughs> wow, man. Put that on a t-shirt. Matthew Burroughs, 2019. But then again, I'm not a health expert. I'll probably be dead by the time I'm 63, so you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's a very specific number. We will all die yes. sooner rather than, than the later. last generation. We will all return to, to dust at some, some point. At some point. It's just a matter of when. The environment's killing us. The environment. Or, we could talk or about are that. we killing the environment? Both. 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 The environment's taking us out with them. Yin and yang. Dialectics at play. Oh, that's a... Dialectics, that's like a... Is that Taoism or Confucianism? No, dialectics is just communication theory. (laughs) Uh, There's something with dialectics with Eastern philosophy, though. Well, well, you're thinking of, like, the yin and yang thing. Like, dialectics is just... It's how they study, basically, how... When we look at the world, especially in relationships, you've got like openness and closeness, and you've got like autonomy and um, reliance. That's so, like, gotta be Taoism. That no, sounds a lot like that, Taoism. It's not religion. These religions probably like you know implore some type of these ideas, but what I'm saying is like dialectics is the study of how. There's kind of a duality to everything. Yes, yes. Um, Can I give a shout out? Yeah, yeah go yeah. ahead, give a shout give out. A shout I want to give a shout out to my boy Cal Brown. Cal Brown, oh, Cal that's Brown. right. Hail yes. State. That's right, Hail State. Cal Brown will hopefully be joining us with another surprise guest for episode four. I'm not surprised. Um, yeah, he's yeah. he's uh he's he's getting the big the big list. The big names. He pulls in the show. crowd. Yeah. Uh, can't forget about our dude Cal Brown. Shout out to you, Cal. Cal Edward Brown. What a is, guy! Is you, do, you don't meet many guys like him. But I will say Bruce is going to get beat by Calhoun City tonight. Yes. I, I want to give a shout out. Okay. To, to the uh, Itawamba Agricultural High School Indians, they're still undefeated. Okay. We're probably going to make it past the first round of the playoffs this year, and I want to say I, I'm proud. To have come. From what sport like, is this? Basketball. Football. Oh, okay. Football. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would shout out my high school, but I. They have homeschools. Like oh, I no, I'm. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Some of the best people I know came from homeschools. I want to say. So if, if you're from homeschool and you're listening to the podcast. Thank you. Dude, one of my best friends here at State is, was homeschooled. Yeah, one of mine too. But they are fun to make fun of, I will say. I have been told that I could have easily been homeschooled. I thought you were. I just made it wrong. <laughs> well, I see, you, exactly. I thought you told me that. No. Where did you go to high school? Hamilton High School in oh, Hamilton, Mississippi. I've never heard of that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a 1A now. It's a, it's a good school. It's, it's, it's probably. I mean, did y'all do Hamilton? The play? No, no, that was... 
that that was before that time. Oh, okay. Good people come from high, come from that yeah. high school. Michaela, she's hey, from Hamilton. Yeah, shout out uh, if you're listening to the podcast. Uh, yep, raise your hand. Shout out to all you folks listening to the podcast. Everyone in the room raised their hand. That's cool. <laughs> all right. So, uh, music. Everybody listens to it at some point, but not everybody listens to it all the time. And not everybody listens to good music. Oh, that is true. That is true. Because that new country, yee stuff, not good music. Awful. Mm -hmm. Terrible. Hot takes up in here. Awful. You heard it here first, folks. Justin Bieber does not belong on country music stations. Although, if any of you want to provide a theme song to the podcast, hey, feel free. Yeah, if you're creative and you've got got the skills to pay the bills, we're not going to pay you any money, but we will accept anything free because we... All the college students. Yeah. You'll get a shout out. You will get a shout out. You'll get a shout out. That is worth at least something. We've got an audience. We talked about analytics earlier. We've got an audience... Estimated audience of 30. Now, I don't know how Anchor does this. That's our primary uh, source, but it says it's an estimated audience of 30. We've got 65 total plays right now over two episodes. We're growing. So we're we're growing. growing. We're excited. I hope you can feel the excitement in our voices. I can feel the love from all 30 of our audience members. Peyton, first time on the podcast. He's excited. Not the (laughs) last... <laughs> shout out, shout out to, to, shout out to Thunder and Lightning, That's Brian right. Haydad and Joel T. Shout out there. Woo. Yep. Great podcast. Local Mississippi State based podcast. Super like talk Mississippi. Give them a listen and give them a five star. Five star review on They're Apple. In the podcasts. top one thirty podcast right now. That's right. In the world. That's actually pretty good. One twenty three to live at. Not gonna That's lie. Right. Keep up with them. They do good stuff, especially if you like Mississippi State sports. But anyways, music. We're going to talk about our favorite genres of music. Oh, that's great. Mine's more of a decade of music. Yeah, so decade genre. We're going to start with Peyton. So, Peyton, if you had to pick one. I'm going to go with the 80s. Okay. Um, Journey. Oh, yes. Uh, I guess some of it goes to the 70s. I like Leonard Skinner. Oh, yeah. Uh, Some of Def Leppard stuff. Not much. Not much Def. No. uh, Bon Jovi got a few good songs out there. Yeah. I just like that genre. There's We're halfway there. Yep. <laughs> that should be the theme song. Okay. Living on a Prayer. That will be the theme song uh, for this episode. Living on a Prayer. Hey. Living on a Prayer. That's how every, hey. college, that's every college student. Living on a Prayer. And hopefully hey, a B in the class. Shot through the heart. That's, that's right. That's it. And $5 in your pocket. That's right. Amen. Living on a prayer. Okay, so you heard it here. Peyton A. Neely. The 80s. But I also like country music from then, too. Yeah, yeah. The King, George Strait. George Strait, man. Most, most. The 90s are good, too. Most number ones of any artist. Oh, George Strait. He's He's going to He's going to Amarillo by tomorrow morning. Amarillo by morning? (laughs) Yeah, he's going there. Wow. That's that's crazy. I I didn't know. Dude, he wrote a song about that. Because he knew. He knew. He knew. And that might be his chair. Dude, wow. It's possible. So Matthew, this lady sitting in his chair. So, Matthew, what kind of music do you uh, listen I, I, to? I have to leave. Um, no. Okay. Talk to me about music like I know nothing about music. Uh, I. You don't turn on the radio ever? I turn on the radio. And I do listen to music, but it's not something that I do, like, recreationally. Me either. Um, if I had to pick one, 
for this answer because I'm not going to cop out. I'm going to pick one. I'm probably going to have to opt for a decade, too. I'll say the 60s, though. I really like that 60s music. It's just... Okay. Give me your favorite band from the 60s. Favorite band from the 60s? I know who mine is. I'm not going to say the Beatles. Even though I like a lot of the Beatles stuff, I'm not going to say the Beatles because like that's too easy of an answer. It's just... I'm going to say the Beach Boys. I like the Beach Boys. I was thinking that myself. Okay. Help me, Rhonda. Yes, absolutely. Start from the USA. California Girls. That's a good one. Great answer. Yes. Good answer, yeah. Well... You know, it's funny that you say the Beatles because, you know, a lot of people just know, like, their most popular songs. Oh, the Beatles got a lot of great stuff. But like I Black did. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Um, but I actually went through a phase in high school when I was super into the Beatles and I started listening to, like, just all of their stuff. I, I, same. You and know? so I'm, like, a big fan of the Beatles music. Now, they just did a ton of drugs and, like, didn't really live lifestyles that hey, I agree hey, with. Hey, I don't care nothing about the lifestyle. But at the same time, yeah. I really like their music. And I think they just had, like, a great variety over their whole uh, course of, like, seven or eight years that they did most of their work. I feel like... You know, I often hear about my dad like talking about how like they learn music like in back in school and stuff like that. I think every high school student, every high school student in the United States should listen to the Beatles because I feel like you learn a lot emotionally uh, listening to the Beatles music. Uh, so I would just uh, recommend that for the curriculum. I'm gonna write a letter to the uh, Department of Education and try to get okay. that. Did y'all have music in your high school? We had music in elementary school. We didn't learn That's any, what, like, specific we just music, sang. though. Yeah, we just sang a bunch of random songs. We uh, we had music band. classes back in elementary school. We would listen to... Y'all remember Stomp Out Loud, where they did, like, music yeah. and stuff? It's this old, like, old, old musical production they did from, like, the 2000s where um, they so, would... Oh, oh, Okay, well, All whatever. the way back in 2005. Well, anyways, um, man. Oh wait, it actually came out in 1997. I forget. That's so. old. That's when I was That's born. Okay, that is old because it's That's older than me. That's so, Stomp Out Loud is like, it's from the UK and from Manhattan, but um, it's basically like they go around beating on like trash can lids and like basketballs and just a bunch of like percussion stuff, but like that. everyday items. And I remember we watched that in uh in our music class. From way back in the day, I remember singing. Uh, since I went to a private school, we sang what we wanted to. Uh, I remember singing "Praise You, the Lord," hey, and hey, then yeah. the back row would sing "Stand Up" and say "Hallelujah." <laughs> that was a great time. Favorite day of the week was when we sang that. It was not music class because I hated music class back in the day. Oh wow! I gotta say, when I was younger, I didn't like it. As I've gotten older, I was like, it's it wasn't as bad as I made it out to be. But basically, what we would do is like we just describe, just go over, not even like music theory, just discussing like music in general and like listening to like gramophone records and stuff like that. And I gotta say, it was a, it was a time. It was a good old time. Although, uh, one of my uh, memories of that time period in middle school was uh, a lot of the guys would like try to get out of going to music, and one of the ways we would do that is. Uh, one of the teachers at the school drove a bus, so a lot of the guys would ask her, "Hey, during music time, music during the music block, can we go sweep your bus?" And there, and this lasted for about very smart three months, where like two guys every day uh, would go out and sweep out the bus. We all like shifted in and out of that. Did like, y'all have music every day? Yeah, we had music every day. We had music once a week. It well, I I think it was music. 
I think it switched out with PE. We like had, every like Monday, Wednesday, yeah. Friday, we had PE. Tuesday, Thursdays, music. We had music, library, PE, art, and pep rally on Friday. We had art. Oh, about what a great grade. time! Pep, pep rallies, rally. man. I I gotta say, pep rallies. Uh, they got worse as the years went on. They yeah, did. Yeah. Because they're the same thing every year. Man. Every Friday. The excitement wears down. Although um, I gotta a say. Crazy thing. I, I did enjoy swimming that bus, though. I feel like uh, <laughs> that should have been a block in and of itself, because I would have gladly have done that. You could have found a lot of stuff on the floor. Spare we did change, find a lot of stuff change. on the floor. It was, uh, Extra pencils. Having to clean up a lot of stuff. It was it was, it was was a good old time, you know? And the bus driver gets something out of it. She gets her bus swept. Yeah, but uh, finally, uh, they caught, uh, the, t- the rest of the teachers caught on to it. And when they found out that we were getting out of music to do to do this, they were like, oh, we can't have you doing this. So what they did was they they made it where, okay, we could still sweep the bus, but we had to do it during recess. If we wanted to sweep the bus. And that, as you can imagine, that bus stopped being cleaned by the students after that. So. That bus nowadays has four inches of dirt on the ground. That's right. But at least we got our music education, though. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's what matters, really. And truly, uh, yeah. So, uh, I would say for my favorite genre of music, you know, you guys did eras. Yeah, and that's that's good. I if I was going era, I would definitely say like eighties. Um, now alt alt rock in the early two thousands, like Green Day and stuff like that, is pretty good too. Um, I've always been a huge music fan, so it kind of shifts and changes over the years. But I think right now I'm really into like. The alternative genre um and i mean that's such a broad spectrum we'll squeeze that, it down for us yeah we're not um, highly skilled on music we probably i mean everybody knows 21 pilots um I, yeah that's pop that's not no, <laughs> that's pop that's but pop is like popular music though pop i'll, I'll concede that it's alternative i'll, I'll concede that. i don't even know what song is by them but i've heard their name that's pop that's on Wild Wild Um, I mean, Heathens. You know, oh, that yeah. that's them. I mean, they, they have a lot of a lot of good stuff. Um, I mean, I really like, honestly, one of my favorite artists right now is John Mayer. I love him. He's, he's one of the greatest guitar players of our time. Is that the man that sings a song about how... Uh, Your Body is a Wonderland. That's no, no, well, not that one. Yes, and that's off his first album, but... Yeah, no. Uh... What weight is? Uh, Mass times acceleration, gravity. Yes, exactly. Slow dancing in a burning room. Oh yes, great songs. Good, good engineering plug right there. No weight. <laughs> so weight and mass are different out there, folks. Yeah, y'all, y'all need to be listening. So describe to us briefly what the difference between weight and mass is. Well, mass is the amount of matter. Weight changes is the amount of matter times the acceleration which the acceleration of a person standing still is the gravity okay yeah so like your weight on the moon is different than it is on the earth so we got a cup here from chick-fil-a yeah, here's a sound sound effect it's a sip sip joy is the tagline that is on this cup okay so the mass of the cup would be like the material that it's made out of would the drink and the ice inside of it it'd be like 500 grams yes but the weight would be like 500 grams times 9.81 Meters per second. Okay, got it. Squared. So if you guys want to take out your little notepads and do it, do the math so real that quick. Would, that would be like around 
4,800 kilonewtons or something like that. Newtons, kilonewtons, I can't remember. Kilonewtons? There were kilonewtons? Yeah, Whoa. just like kilometers. That's insane. I thought it was just newtons. Well, newton is a base unit. My favorite newton is fig newton, though, I gotta say. I'm not much on the fig newtons. That's my dad's favorite. Really? I used to be really into those back in the day. I the only like, way I, I do like the things. yellow box. Really? Yeah, it's very aesthetically pleasing. I see think. that box right now, and I haven't seen it in years. <laughs> Just in my mind. Yeah, in your mind. But Gravity, that's a good song. Yeah. I really like that one. I've really gotten into more of his music lately. I, I'm one of those weird guys that will buy an album on Google Play and, you know, shout out to the Android users out there. Um, Just get Spotify. It's cheaper. And you can um, bundle Spotify and Hulu, and Hulu yeah. for $5 Students. per month. That's a student. pretty good Shout out, a shout out a to deal. Spotify. Actually, 70% of our listeners are on Spotify right now. So Spotify... I'm more of an Apple podcast man, though. <laughs> Speaking of Apple podcasts, the Untitled Podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening, give it a five... Star view. Not a four. Not a four. You can comment whatever you want. We you don't care. Just give yes. it that five star Absolutely. view. You can say it was the worst thing you ever heard in your but life. But still give it five stars. Okay? Exactly. Because we don't care about improving the podcast. We, well, just, well, we no. just want ratings. <laughs> That's not true. We want to improve. We just want to get to the top of the charts and five star ratings help us do that. That's right. So leave that five star review. But if you totally hate it and you want to give a zero star, at least give us a four. Yeah, I mean, you know, save the five star for your for for the utmost. Respect. I mean, really, it's not going to affect your life that much to lie on a star rating. Really though, <laughs> think about it. How, like, you can help us out by taking maybe a minute. Look, nobody's going to get hurt here. Okay? Can we have a minute of your time? Well, they're giving us like. 33 minutes Exactly. Of time? So what's 34? You're darn right, Matthew. Good you point. You can give it a five star while you're listening. You could. We're Open. assuming that they haven't done it before they even listen to the podcast because they know yeah, that's a lot to assume. High quality products. That's right. That's right. That's true. Oh, it's a high quality product. We're going to make sure of that. Okay. So we're going to start a little segment on the podcast where our good friend Matthew gives us a fun fact and we. Uh, hopefully, it'll be a fact that you've never heard before. And if it is, well, you're just going to have to stick around till the next episode to see another fun fact or hear another fun fact. So, Matthew, what fun fact do you have for us today? Well, I'm glad you asked this because uh, I actually do have a fun fact. Yes. This is something that I uh, found out last night, actually. Okay, so there was this guy in like the 19th century and stuff. He got a letter, and the letter was basically informing him that his wife was sick. So he's like, obviously he's concerned because like he's away from his wife. He's got to get back. But then he gets a letter the next day letting him know that his wife is already dead. Obviously that's concerning him. Uh, so obviously he's got to race back home now because his wife's dead. He's got to get there for the funeral. But by the time he gets there, his wife is already buried. And so obviously this frustrates him because um, he, he's frustrated by the, how slow communication is. So what he does is he actually creates Morse code. This is where Morse code comes into play because it actually increases the speed of communication by an astronomical amount compared to what it was when it was just like sending letters and things of that nature. Okay. So so Morse code kind of came out of um, you know the need to communicate more quickly. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to our friend Dylan. Yeah, he uh, he actually was uh, 
sitting in with the with us on the podcast. The associate producer of the podcast. Uh, I'm technically the lead producer on the podcast right now. You can now, never have so. too many associates, though. Right. He can be our associate. But, uh, yeah, we stole a study room in one of the academic Don't buildings. Don't say steal. We didn't steal. We borrowed Don't it. Don't say steal. He was using it, and he great, graciously allowed us to use it. So, shout out to him for doing that. He just left. So, if you heard anything, that's what that was. But, uh, yeah. Well, you probably, hopefully, you heard us as well. Yeah. But, uh, so, that was that was 1836. Um, yeah. Samuel F.B. Morse. Um, some other people, to give credit, Joseph Henry and Alfred Vail. Uh, invented the electrical telegraph system. Um, so yeah, that's very interesting. Can I give a fun fact? Yes, sure. Absolutely. Why not? Let's do it. Alligators will give manatees the right of way if they are swimming with each other. So we're supposed to give the right of way to humans. Alligators will give it to a manatee. I give it to a manatee. I don't want to mess around with those manatees, though. I don't know. I give it to the alligator. You're not giving the right way to an alligator? No. I'm hopping on an alligator and wrestling it. Dude, that, yeah. that thing would pop your tires <laughs> if you didn't give it your right away. <laughs> I'm jumping out of my car and wrestling that thing. Well, I mean, you got to make Steve Irwin proud. That's a crocodile. That's that true. Is only that's true. Uh, that's quite that's true. completely different animal. Yeah, you're right. Completely different. One's a dinosaur, one's not. Yeah, I I disrespected <laughs> Steve Irwin. I'm sorry, man. Sorry. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Awesome man. What a guy, man. But there's still a uh, plenty of other renowned alligator wrestlers out there. Crocodile. And Crocodile. alligator. And alligator. Y'all yes. remember that show, Gator Boys? No. Gator Boys. With yeah. A Z. On Animal Planet. <laughs> You've never watched that? I, I've never watched it, no. Dude, they got some some massive alligators on that show before. Some big old gators? Like, you'd think it was just a straight-up dinosaur. I just remember the uh, episode of Duck Dynasty. Where yeah. Where they had the alligator. They tried to get it with that chicken and it started chasing them a little oh, bit. Oh, you got, you're going to have to remind me. It's been a while. I, I don't remember that oh, good. Remember. It's, very, it's very vague in my mind. I was watching some weird animal videos last night. And I say weird just because it bothered me. Okay. Um... Must so, have taken a lot then. what do you think is one of the most vicious animals on Earth? Just raccoon, honey badger. Okay, y'all are both correct, but something else that's even more vicious is a chimp. chimp. Oh heck yeah! Chimps are straight up evil. They like gang up on like little monkeys and they'll eat them alive and everything. It's evil seeing these little chimps. They're not little chimps. They're like big old massive chimps, and it's like just straight up like discomforting to watch it. Because, like, you're watching the video and you'll hear, like, little monkeys screaming, like, ah! kind of stuff like that. And then chimps are just, like, eating it alive. Yeah, munching on it like like a like a plate of ribs. Dude, well, it, is ribs. A pl- it is ribs, but it's monkey ribs. We should make us some ribs. Monkey ribs? No, just ribs. Just, like, cow ribs. Or, or like, pork ribs. Pork ribs. ribs, pork ribs, yeah. Not cow ribs. That would be some big old honker ribs, no, they though. they have ribs like that. They do? Yeah, you, you can order beef or pork at most barbecue places. Okay. Dude, Pork's better. So... You talked about chimps. Yes. So there's uh, on YouTube you can look up videos of like actual police recordings from like nine one one phone calls. And so I was watching one of those videos one time, and one of them was of this woman. Her name, um, her name is Charla or Charla Charla Nash, and there's this trimp. His chimp, his name is Travis. And so in 2009, 
Travis attacked this woman. He like mauled her, he blinded her. He severed her nose, ears, and both hands. And then like super messed up her face. And um, the the police basically killed the, the chimp like on site after they- They deserved to die. Yeah, but like, dude, I watched a video, heard the phone call, and then watched a video of this woman on like the Oprah show or something. She looked like Oprah. She looked like like something out of a horror movie. You don't it was mess so with chimps. Bad. The fact that you are talking about chimps and Oprah makes me remember what? Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. Oh man, Throwback. you ever seen that? Yes, they give the police officer a chimp. <laughs> Great show, dude. and I mean. Mm. He, had, he was attacked by a chimpanzee. Exactly. We should have known at that point. But that the thing is, here's, here's the thing. People, if you're thinking about buying a chimp, don't. Because they're not nice. They they are, they are will rip you apart. They're just waiting for the opportunity. This is a very correct fact right here. One in every two chimps are nice. No. I, I got to disagree. That's a fact. Although there was a chimp that used to be on the Today Show back in the 50s. There was a chimp that was like the host of the Today Show, like legit, like co-host of the Today Show. Well, I forget what his name was. What did it do? Just sit there? Yeah, basically he just show up. But he was a mean, mean, mean chimp. I'm gonna have to like he throw that. stuff. He'd like. I'm gonna have to check the facts. He'd be stubborn on that. Go ahead, look that yeah, up. Yeah, but uh, if you wanna, if you look up something disturbing, look up, look up Travis the chimp, dude. That's. It said that he saw her holding a Tickle Me Elmo, which was one of his favorite toys, and then immediately attacked her. They have their own... Chimps have their own justice. They have, like, chimp justice. And if you violate that, even though you have no idea what that is... You, you are dead. If you violate chimp justice, you are dead. God. Okay, J. Fred Muggs is the name of the chimp that was the host of the Today Show. Oh, wow. That's... He's still alive. That that chimp, born in 1952, he's still alive You know who's not still alive? Harambe. Well, he's, he's a, a gorilla. All right, peace, sweet prince. That's right. I'll never forget. Never forget. Ah. Yeah, I told you he was real. <laughs> hate to see it. Anyways, we've talked about a lot of things. There's a lot of buzz in Starkville this time of the year. Um, today, the SEC Nation crew set up their uh, their stage um, in the junction. I have no idea why they're here. <laughs> uh, we talked about in episode two. Um, before the Tennessee Mississippi State game, how we assumed that Mississippi State would win, but um, that didn't happen. Rocky Top has been playing in my mind for over a week now. Yep, uh, Mississippi State lost to Tennessee. Uh, they had a bye week to prepare, so made it even worse. Uh, many people got riled up about Joe Moorhead and said that he should be fired. I jumped off that train. <laughs> He's off the Joe Mo train. Um, off, never getting back on. He'd have to beat LSU or Alabama for me to jump even halfway on. Okay, so that'd be one foot on the train. I'd be hanging out, screaming and yelling the whole way down there. What would it take? Like, what would it take to get both feet back on the train? Went out. Uh, beat Alabama or LSU and A and M and everybody else you're supposed to. So ended up winning every game, but one. So So if so if no, we no, no God you, no, you'd lose either LSU or A and M. I mean LSU or Alabama. Okay. So if they if they won tomorrow against LSU, which it's home game in Starkville against LSU, ranked number two in the nation. So if if Mississippi State won against LSU or, or lost against LSU, or no no okay, they won at LSU, lost one game, 
We'll probably say Alabama. No, it has to be Alabama. They cannot lose to anybody else for me to be. So if they won out except for Alabama, you'd be back on the train. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty bold. I'd say I'd be. I'd say I'm not ready to get off yet, but that's only because I think regardless of what happens the rest of this year, I think he's going to be there for at least another year. Just because, unless he loses to Ole Miss. And oh yeah, that's it, the only. I would think that he would probably be fired if he goes four and eight. Mm. With the only other win to Abilene Christian, I'm no speculations here. But if I was him and I did that, I go on to Rutgers. Yeah, a lot of a lot and of had a start over. I just hit the restart button, start getting paid by somebody else, and start over. A lot of reports saying that he is the top um, top recruit for the open spot at Rutgers. So if something does happen, that is, a, that is a very possible situation for him to be in. Let me clear it up. I do not hate Joe, Joe Moorhead. I hope he succeeds, but. He is trending down right now. He's a tough spot right now. And I listening to the press conference he gave um Brian Haydad and Joel talked about it on Thunder and Lightning. But um He was background over there. He was he was emotional and it makes you made me remember that he's just as much of a human as everyone else. And so I did kind of feel bad for him, but at the same time I want him to do better. He's making three million dollars. Because don't feel quite as bad. I just I want him to do his job and get better at it, you know. So I'm but here's me saying I hope we win. Oh. And I hope he's the coach, and I hope we win a national title. Don't think it's going to happen, but I hope. So. Hope is all you need. Well, you need more than hope. <laughs> oh, no, we won't. Yeah, we won't, won't be this year. Um, Everybody else would have to lose out and just forfeit every game. Yeah. <laughs> possible. Man, I will say, though, that I'm very glad that he made the choice Monday, I believe it was, to, to make Garrett Schrader the starter. I think that's the first step. If he wants to get anything done, that was the first thing that needed to happen, and he did that early in the week. So that is a good sign. Garrett Schrader has been my quarterback since Auburn. I tweeted out, Q- Garrett Schrader is my QB1. I was giving Tommy chances till the end. but Honestly, he's been my – I think he's rightfully been the quarterback since the Kansas State game, the helicopter play. No. He went he full won, out. He won the team. And most he, the he won the fan base, and he proved that he had a humble head on his shoulders, at least that's what it seems like, that he's still willing to go all out. And I think he should have been the starter since then. But, I mean, obviously it was they were still trying to give Tommy a chance, which, you know, that's Joe Moorhead's personal agenda. He wants to give it as much of a chance as he can, but we can't do that anymore. Sometimes you just got to adjust to win. Yep. Um, Actually, you got to do that all the time because this is a winning sport. We ain't here to uh, have fun. We're here to win. That's right. That's right. Because the only way to have fun is win. Yeah. It's true. You going to the game tomorrow, Matthew? Absolutely. I'm going to the game tomorrow. What's your score prediction, Matthew? Oh, golly. Score prediction. Now, now keep in mind, Vanderbilt, one of the probably worst teams in the nation, put 31 points up on LSU. Now, they I lost. it was 38. Was it? Or is that Ole Miss against Alabama? One of the other. Uh, my score prediction, why you're leaning into that, I've had this score prediction since last Saturday, 52-24. Okay. It was 66-38 to 38 in the Vandy LSU game. I don't think they're going to score that many points. I'd say, though, I'd say 52, but I think it'll probably be 48-24, somewhere in there. 48-55 to 55 range. Yeah. Vandy is 0-3 right now. I will Vanderbilt is 1-4. Four right now. They're 0-3 in SEC play. I'm okay. going to give it – They lost to Las Vegas last week. Ooh, folks. good correction. For good my correction. score prediction, I'm going to say 56-21 LSU. 
Good prediction. I'm thinking, if anything, I'm going like, I'm going like 39. Too, too, too low. Now, come on now. I mean, <laughs> we we, we got to give our defense a little bit of credit. There's no credit to be given. I'm saying 39. Hmm. <laughs> Well, I guess 38 would be. I guess we got to give Tennessee's defense a lot of credit for uh, the way it performed last week. I mean, what do you play? Let me just not comment on that one, folks. <laughs> I will not comment. Mm. I don't how many, know. How many yards will uh, oh, Joe Burrow put up? 5,000? Oof. I mean. I mean, Bo Nix is a average quarterback, and he made – he looked like a Heisman candidate against us, but our defense also looked like an FCS team. So, I'm thinking Joe Burrow is going to put up over 300, 350 passing yards, somewhere in there. Yeah. I'm saying if if it's a normal cut and dry game, maybe 38-28. Oh, oh goodness. goodness, that is low. Goodness. But I hope it's like that because it'll be a little bit closer. But what I want it to be is Mississippi State comes out on top. I want the upset so bad. I want the upset, but I also want Joe Burrows and their wide receiver Jefferson to do good because fantasy. Man, throw fantasy out the window. We need this win, you man. Can't throw fantasy out the window. You can never throw fantasy out the window. There's too much at stake. There's absolutely nothing at stake in my league, but there's too much at stake. I'm just saying, I think. If anything else, the home atmosphere, SEC Nation's there for the top two team in the nation. That's going to draw a crowd. You know LSU people are going to show up for this. There's going to be – I would say half the stadium would be LSU people tomorrow. Really? That's, that's totally fine. You think it's yeah. – Or I'd say between a third and a half. Yeah. What do you think the fill-out, what percentage for the stadium is going to be? Like, I think the number – like, I don't think you hit over 45,000 people. Maybe 40. So, you think at least, you know, 73 quarters of the way full for the stadium? Uh, maybe. You probably are not going to have the top decks filled for sure. No, but it, I would too. say that if it's a blowout by halftime, there will be 10 people there at the end of the game. <laughs> I hope, that's I'll stay I, there to the end of the game. I stay every oh, yeah. game to the end of the game. I've only not sung my alma mater one time as a student. When was that? Against Kansas State. It was so hot. Oh, it was. And I just left as soon as the game was over. It's odd that it was hot there, though, because I wasn't even there. (laughs) Well, Matthew, that's a great point. Great point on that. Matthew does look fly in his Mississippi State shirt today from Maroon Friday. Maroon Friday. That is a – Everybody needs to take dressing lessons from Matthew Burroughs. Oh, thank you. He's always dressed – 100%. 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's it's honestly a shame that this isn't video cast right now because if you could see them, wow, you would subscribe instantly. Well, I've, I've had great influences in my, in my, on my fashion life, so I'm okay. very appreciative. Like Is it from your dad? No. My dad? Like me? No. <laughs> yeah. it's, I, 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 unfortunately, no. I don't have – I set trends. I don't I don't go after trends. Right. I mean, like, I don't go towards trends. No, trailblazer. You don't need to chase trends. I was the trailblazer president at Colleen. Hey. See? That's recruiting. Hey. Congrats. Patting myself on the back. Very good, very good. But, uh, yeah, you don't ever chase a trend. You let the trends catch up to you. That's and, right, that's and right. And then the crowd will follow. 
one thing I did at Colleen, I started camo Fridays. It didn't catch on real good. I was the only one wearing camo most of the time. I used to do a thing in uh, in high <laughs> Socks school. Socks and chocks. I used to Wednesday. do a thing in high school called Button Up Wednesday. Got a little bit of a following. Button Up Wednesday. What we button up? Like you know, like oh, my high school, school. You had to wear the same thing every day. Yeah, we, we didn't go really. Polos. That sounds fun, actually. Khakis or jeans. It was it was great. Yeah. Because you didn't have to pick out what you wanted to wear. I'll say one thing that I would have liked is uh. <laughs> Track suits, uh, not for like school uniforms, but like I think like uh, in some of the activities that I participated in, for example, like Scholars Bowl, uh, golf team. I think we all could have benefited from uh, some track suits. Okay. Imagine, like, have you ever like, like golfed in a track suit? I've never golfed. It'd probably be I'm very difficult. Not really. Yeah, I, I haven't golfed in, in a while. Me neither. <laughs> but um, I imagine it'd be very difficult to do. In a we track need to go suit. play golf. We should. Right at the links. Hey. I'm going to bring my clubs up. Well, we've got uh, we, we've talked about just about everything we've got on the agenda today. Um, but, yeah. Oh, interjection. My story about SEC Nation. Oh, yeah. What about it? What about I was it? hoping you would mention that. I forgot about it. Yeah. So, last year, I went to SEC Nation. I was still pumped up for the season. We yeah. Had, we had one loss. We had lost to Kentucky. In the hands of Josh Allen. The powerhouse. That's it. That's it. The powerhouse. Of Josh Allen and their running back. Can't remember his name right now. That's all that beat us. Nobody else. Yeah. But they came in the next week for Florida because we we're playing old Don, yeah. Mer- old yeah. Don Merlin. <laughs> and he was still on my list then. Now he's not on my list. I hope he does well. But I was, I was like, oh, I'm pumped up. And I went – I used to watch Paul Feinbaum every day last – because I didn't have classes, so I'd watch it while I was doing my homework. Live from the junction today from 2 to 6. Yeah, so it was live from the junction last year. Yep. And I went, and I was like, yeah, I'll go. I'll meet, see if I meet Paul. I'll get a picture of him. Well, I met Paul, and I met Marcus Spears, and then we're sitting there, and on Fridays, everybody's, like, sitting out with their tents and stuff close to the junction. And uh, I look up, and here comes this black Cadillac pulling up, like SUV. Yeah. And I was like, well, who could that be? Stepped out, Tim Tebow. The man. <gasps> Tim Tebow. Saw him today. Yep. Famous baseball player, Tim Tebow. Yes. Heisman quarterback. Mets, Mets organization. That's right. And uh, he was out. Uh, he was getting out of the car, and here come a storm of girls over there to meet him. But I was kind of in the front of the line, so I was like, ah, I'll get a picture with him first. Well, I go to click. I, my phone is on 10%, 5%, 10%, something like that. It wasn't real, real low. Mm. I was like, I'm going to get a picture of him and leave. And I was like, damn. I called him over there, and he got my picture, and he smiled, and I went to take the picture selfie, and my phone died. Oh, gosh. No. I was like, this is one of the worst moments ever. But I was like, he's just a man like me. That's, That's right. right. That's right. That's right. I was like. Terrible timing. It was terrible timing for my phone, but my phone gives me trouble all the time. I still yeah. had got rid of this phone. I should have thrown it in a pond at that moment. What kind of phone you got? iPhone. See? That's but, a but, plug for Apple. But Apple's which... Uh, which I'm, I'm still in the olden days. iPhone 6. Okay. Oh. Not okay. the 6S or the 6SE or whatever all those no, letters they have. No, I'm an iPhone 6, man. I'm, I'm going to have to get a new one, though. Yeah, nice. I don't know. Six, keep, keep that around. 6, you know, that's going to be more of a... Probably like a couple dollars. You'll probably make a couple dollars off of it one day. You got that right. If you, if you have what about you, Matthew? What kind of phone you got? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Let me whip it out real quick. 
Samsung Galaxy Note 8. Nice. High quality. Trash. So you've got you've got the pin. Oh, I do have Dude, the, okay, the this, pin is yes. so cool to me. Like want to take a look at this pin here? Worked on my iPhone. Anything yeah. that comes with like a pin that works that's so cool. My grandpa actually just got the Galaxy Note 10. Uh, that thing is so dope. Don't be getting Galaxies. I'm, I'm an Apple man. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, like, the pen is so responsive. Like, it feels like using an actual... Well, you can't use an iPhone because... Yeah. Well, I've got the Galaxy S9 Plus. I'm pretty proud of that thing. Uh, it's very nice. I've always been a, a Samsung... Uh, you know, I'm an Apple man. Android guy. Don't get me wrong. It's the best. Now, I will say... Monopolies are better. Than I will... <laughs> shout out to Disney. <laughs> Actually, Apple does not have a monopoly. I had somebody tell me that one time. I was like, no. Go to a different country. Yeah. You will not see as many iPhones. But for sure, this MacBook Pro that I got last year, super nice. Like, MacBooks. Hats cool. off. Um, so so many things you can do with it. Um but I do enjoy the, the Android phones. I do have one last question for Ethan. Oh. Okay. What's your top three Heisman candidates right now? Oh, okay. Um, this is before this week. Before this weekend? Man. Because um, you know Joe Burrow's numbers are about to go way up after this well, weekend. I will say that just from what I've seen, I think you know Joe Burrow is up there. Definitely Jalen Hurts, no doubt. Um, I think what he's doing in that different atmosphere that he's in now that he couldn't really ever do at Alabama, definitely is probably going to make some waves. Um, and probably, honestly, just because I don't pay attention to enough of the U.S. college football, probably just to a Alabama, you know. So, Burroughs, Hurts, and to Mine. Or Jalen Hurts and Tua Tagovailoa tied for number one. Oh, okay. Tied. And then Burroughs is next. And then a close behind Burroughs would be the running back from Wisconsin. I can't remember his name right now. I think it's like Jonathan Taylor or something like that. That's a good name. Wisconsin is killing it right now. They're almost in my top four. Um, Their defense. Yeah, John, Jonathan Taylor. That's his name. Their defense have, has had like four shutouts out of six games this year or something like that. I got you. Tell you someone to look out for these next couple of years out of state, Schrader. He will win the Heisman. He will. It, it, it was going to be a good quarterback. He will win the quarter. He the will Heisman. be the future QB. I mean, he's the, the QB of right here. now. He's here. It's today. Future's here. All right. Last last thing to end it out. We're going to preview episode four. <gasps> Peyton will not be with us, but he is going to give some input. Episode four. We're going to have a Halloween special. So. In light of that, we're all going to quickly give our favorite Halloween candy. Oh, man. My favorite Halloween candy would have to be Three Musketeers. What? That's a classic. That's my favorite uh, candy at all. Okay. Three Musketeers and then a close second would have to be Yum and Yums. Yes. Mini or regular size? Uh, Cold, regular size. I like to put mine in the refrigerator. Oh, man. Uh, but you cannot beat those miniature ones. Do you subscribe to the belief that the minis are better than the big ones? Because oh, I would subscribe it's, to it, that. It's a true, it's a fact. Facts. You I cannot. Only get facts. You couldn't disprove that with a fact check. Oh, there is no fact check for that. Because no. it's an opinion. It's not an opinion. But it it's the truth. Fact. It's the truth. Yeah. It is true. What about you, Matthew? What's your favorite candy? Reese's. 
Ooh, that's such a good, such a classic answer right there. Um, mm. any close seconds for you? Oh, Kit Kat. Oh, dude. I just tried my first Kit Kat this year. How is no that? No way. I really? I love it. It's good. So I'm good, a Kit Kat man now. Do you do single or do you just bite the whole thing? Depends how I'm feeling. Golly, are you like a savage? I like or to something? change things up. I usually just do one at a time. I mean, seriously, you're like now. Now, if you've got a little snack size one that's just two Kit Kats, like that's the perfect size. Just bite it off. That's that's kind of like a one little, of them just goes. Kind of barbaric though. You What's your favorite uh, candy combo though? I'm gonna tell you mine because <laughs> it's awesome. Mm. Christmas I always get three Musketeers and Jolly Ranchers. That's always what I ask for. Okay. And I tried it this year. I always get the fun size three Musketeers. Those are better. Every yeah. candy is better in miniature form. Okay. Well, it's fun size. It's fun. Yeah. So you got to throw that Musketeers in there real quick, eat it real fast. As soon as you get done swallowing down your throat, throw in a blue raspberry Jolly Rancher. It is the best taste you'll ever have. Maybe if I come back on, I'll bring yes. some to try you, you have to. Yeah, you you have to remind me. You've set us up. It, it's delicious. Go I have not tried it yet. Go try it. If I don't try it, I might wait to try it until we do that, just so I can have the experience first for the first yeah, time. Just... Oh man, I will say my favorite candy. I like the Reese's Minis. I'm not a Reese's man. I don't like Reese's. But I will say, Kit Kat is also for me a very close second. Hey, but you know, like chocolate in general, if it's good chocolate, man, I'm. It's hard for me to pass. I like Snickers. What's your favorite kind of chocolate? World's finest. Hey, plug. If <laughs> uh, you know any kids out there selling world's finest chocolate, go buy you about forty dollars. Yes, Make yes. their day better. Support the kids, man. Who cares if it's for little league baseball? It's a whole dollar, but I'm I'm not going to spend it. So you need to. That's yeah. Right. Make up for our our cheapness. I'm a college kid, and I don't even get to eat in the union every day like Matthew and Ethan. So you hate to see it. You really do. Well, on that note, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Uh, I hope you had as good of a time as we did. Um, hopefully, you guys will check us out on all of our platforms. Right. We got Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Don't forget that five-star review. Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public. And we got a couple more in the works. want to give a shout-out to Peyton Neely. Thanks so much for coming in today. Can I give a one last thought? Absolutely. Yes, you can. Oh. Uh, Tonight, me and Matthew are going to Stromboli's for the first time. Absolutely. And I'm going to make him try cookie dough bites. I'm going to buy him an order of cookie dough bites. And if you haven't had cookie dough bites or Stromboli's or both, go. It's the best pizza you ever eat. Yes. I've very had New York pizza. have not had Chicago. But Stromboli's beats it out every time. Well... Peyton, can we find you on Twitter anywhere? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Peyton Neely. That's P-E-Y-T-O-N Neely, N-E-E-L-Y. Give me a shout out. I mean, give me a follow. <laughs> Go follow him on Twitter. <laughs> you can find me at Ethan Foster 64 E-T-H-A-N-F-O-S-T-R-6-4. I've got a pinned tweet that has links to the podcast on all the, the websites that I mentioned, so you can find it there easily. That's going to do it for the Untitled Podcast with Ethan and Matthew today. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Make sure to come back next time.